We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. You know, Notre Dame's taking on Ohio State in Columbus on Saturday night, 7.30 primetime on ABC, and everybody's raving about the number two Buckeyes, and everybody's saying that number five Notre Dame's overrated. Everybody's saying that Notre Dame's going to get whacked. Everybody's saying that Notre Dame doesn't have a chance in this football game. I saw the uh, predictions and all the power indexes and geniuses and everybody that thinks they have the inside skinny tell you that, you know, 84% of people are on the Buckeyes. Supposed to be 78, perfect night, Buckeyes laying 17, the total's 59 over 102,000 will be packed into the shoe. It's not going to be easy. Notre Dame's definitely got their hands full, taking on Stroud and this Buckeye team that has revenge on their minds. Revenge meaning Michigan. Of course, the Buckeyes have a schedule for sure, starting with Notre Dame. But then the rest of it seems like a, a cakewalk. They've got a couple of tough games at Michigan State and East Lansing, at Happy Valley against Penn State. That one's around Halloween a couple days before. Uh, That's their only tough road games. At Northwestern, early November is cake. At Maryland on November 19th is cake. Those are too easy. They play the Irish, then Arkansas State. What a joke that is. Then they've got Toledo. Now, Toledo's a good team. They're still going to get smacked by the Buckeyes. The game's in Columbus. They play Wisconsin at home at the Shoe in late September on the 24th. They got Rutgers at home on October 1st. Iowa is in Columbus on the 22nd of October. Indiana's there on November 12th. And every one of those games are going to win. They are literally going to win every single one of those games easily. If they beat Notre Dame Saturday night and win the rest of those games, they would be 11-0. And then they would take on the Michigan Wolverines on November 26th at high noon at the Shoe. That place will be absolute chaos and bedlam, a hostile environment, no doubt, as the Harbaugh-led Wolverines will march into Columbus, coming off a win last year over the Buckeyes, kicking their ass. And you know that Ohio State and Ryan Day, their entire existence on this planet is to get revenge on Michigan this year. I know they've owned them. I know that over the last decade and a half, they've been stomping Michigan. But last year, it was all Wolverines. As they crush the Buckeyes 42 to 27 easily in Ann Arbor at the big house to improve to 11 and 1 and 8 and 1 in the Big Ten. Then they beat Iowa. Frankly, they stomped them 42 to 3 before going to the semifinal of the college football playoff and getting smacked themselves by the Georgia Bulldogs, the eventual national champs, roughed up the Wolverines 34 to 11. Last year was pretty much a disaster when you think about it for the Buckeyes. In their second game against Oregon, their first home game on September 11th, they got beat by the Oregon Ducks 35-28. 
Stroud threw for 484 yards, but it didn't matter. Najigba had 145 receiving yards in that game for the Buckeyes, but they lost. It was stunning. Then they proceeded to rattle off tons of wins. They beat Tulsa big 41-20, then Akron 59-7, went to Rutgers 52-13, blowout of the Scarlet Knights, 66-17 over Maryland in Columbus. They went to Bloomington and spanked the Hoosiers 54-7. That was ugly. They had Penn State in Columbus and beat them 33-24, went to Lincoln 26-17 over the Huskers, played Purdue in Columbus and put 59 on them, 59-31. And then they played Michigan State in Columbus, 56-7. Stroud threw for 432 yards. Olave had 140 receiving. Think about this, all the 400-yard games against Oregon, against Maryland, 406 yards. Olave, 120 yards receiving. Against Nebraska, 405 yards Najigba, 240 yards receiving in that game. And then the Michigan State game with 432. So it has just been one after the next in terms of performances by the Buckeyes putting up big numbers. But they lost to the Wolverines, and that's all that matters to them. They turned around and won the Rose Bowl in dramatic fashion, beating Utah 48-45, finishing 11-2, of course, 8-1 and one in the Big Ten. Stroud in that Rose Bowl game was absolutely magnificent. He threw for 573 yards, and Najigba had the game of his life, 347 yards. He was lighting it up all afternoon in Pasadena. So now they live for the Wolverines. That's their goal. That's their plan. That's the ultimate for them. I think Notre Dame's just, frankly, another game to the Buckeyes. How can you respect Notre Dame when the odds makers are given 17 to the Irish? They think the Buckeyes are going to absolutely trounce Notre Dame and they have no chance in Columbus. I got to tell you, I sure hope it's a better game than that. You know what I mean? The way they've build it up to be so easy for Ohio State. It's almost like, why even put it in prime time if Notre Dame has no chance? Why even show up? Why go to Columbus? Why get on the bus? Get on the plane? They must be afraid of the Buckeyes and Stroud because they have no chance according to anyone in the world. I am concerned about Notre Dame's quarterback, Buckner. He just has no real experience. He's getting thrown into the Wolves, going into this dangerous stadium to play a very loaded and deep and talented and athletic Ohio State team. Notre Dame's got a cakewalk after that. They got Marshall in South Bend, and then Cal is coming into South Bend. They don't matter. They go to... North Carolina in Chapel Hill to take on the Heels on the 24th of September. They have BYU. They're ranked, but they have to go to South Bend on the 8th of October. That's a night game on NBC. Then they have Stanford at Notre Dame Stadium. UNLV. How the hell did that happen? The Rebels will go to Notre Dame and get roughed up easily by the Irish. The Rebels stink. They go to Syracuse on October 29th. Clemson comes calling to Notre Dame Stadium on the 5th of November. That's going to be a hell of a game in primetime at 730. 
They're in Annapolis against the Middies of Navy on the 12th of November. They go to take on BC at home, actually, in South Bend on the 19th in the afternoon at 2.30 on NBC. And then they finish up at USC on November 26th. That's their schedule. Last year, uh, this is a team uh, that, you know, Gave up about 18 points a game. The Irish defense is what was their calling card. Their new coach, Marcus Freeman's a defensive guy. And, of course, they blew that game uh, in the bowl game last year against the Cowboys of Oak State. They lost 37-35 in that Fiesta Bowl. And again, they had a big lead. Cone threw for 509 yards. Styles had 136 yards receiving. And I don't know how you live that one down. They should have won that game, but blew it. So Freeman said, quote, we'll use that 17-point spread in the team meeting. It's good to know. I haven't paid much attention to the spread, but I remember the one time we were on college game day, I said, just keep making it go up and up. It's just the fourth time in the past 45 years a team has been favored by 17 or more in an AP top five matchup. Notre Dame took on Alabama in a game like that in the playoff in 21. Of course, the Irish got ripped 31-14 to in that one. Freeman said he's watched the film of the Buckeyes playing last season. He can't focus on one area that they can contain. He wants the Irish to stop the run, and they think that'll help shut down the passing game as well. He might be tripping. He said if you don't stop the run, they'll run it all day long. So the ability to stop the run is the most important factor. We know they're very talented in throwing the ball, but it's just the mindset of if you can't stop the run, they can throw it all day. They can run and do whatever they want to do. You have to be able to stop the run and then be able to give different looks defensively. How about Freeman? He played at Ohio State from 2004 to 2008. He was a linebacker for the Buckeyes. He's probably on the take for him. He says he's put all that stuff to the side. Quote, I'm pretty right now emotionless about going back to Ohio State, but more it's like about the emotions you have. It's like we get to play a great team. You get to go play in a great hostile environment, and that's, to me, where the emotion is. Like any competitor, you just get those butterflies. You get that excitement about going to a place like that and competing against a great program like Ohio State. My guess is that Ohio State defense is going to go after Buckner all night long with different blitz packages and schemes. They're going to be flying all over that field and make that kid have a nightmare evening. It's not going to be easy for him. They got to snap the ball, try to pound it, try to run it, try to get something going against the Buckeyes. You talk about their great offense, but they have an equally tough defense to go with it. You know they're going to show up. They want to dominate this game on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Whoever wins in the trenches is going to win this football game. If Ohio State pushes Notre Dame around and if they can run the ball against Notre Dame, then they're going to pass it down their throat. You know that. We'll see if they can live up to all the hype and live up to that 17-point piece of wood. I mean, to tell you, that's some heavy lumber you're talking about there. I can't wait for it. Saturday night, the Irish going in to see the Buckeyes at the Shoe in Columbus. Let's dance. Let's dance.